Hello everyone, welcome to The Totally Well Show. I'm your host, Joyce Strong. The Totally Well Show is the place where we get curious, ask questions, and explore everything to do with health, wellness, fitness, and all the things it takes to help you live the highest quality, most fulfilling life. My guest today is Karen Regan. Karen has a website, uh, KarenReganEnergyHealing.com, and she is an energy healer. Welcome, Karen. Thanks, Joyce. Um, excited to have you here today to learn more about what you do. I know we've chatted mm -hmm. in the past, so I have a little bit of an idea, but can you start us off with what is energy healing? Energy healing, everybody is made up of energy. That's what we are. And so at times, energy gets blocked. So what an energy healer does is it really helps clear out the blockages for your spiritual um, well-being. Um, and it kind of like a sink getting clogged, you know, mm -hmm. um, energy is supposed to flow through you mm -hmm. efficiently and naturally, but sometimes we get a clog and the energy healing just clears out all of those blockages and gets your energy moving again. Okay. So when I chatted with you, you mentioned some different approaches or uh, methods, I guess, mm -hmm. of working or connecting with your clients. Um, can you give me some examples of how, what the names are and what they mean? And yeah. even like what it would be like for a person to come in and have that method or treatment done. Right. So it's individualized for each client. So if somebody comes in and they have an issue, um, there are different modalities. So sometimes they'll use Reiki, um, mm -hmm. which is a light hands-on touch approach okay um, and that helps clear out the energy so blockages. so tell me a little bit more about Reiki so it, it is hands-on it's hands-on if yeah. people prefer not to have hands-on I can also hover there are some areas that I don't touch yeah um, so if people say you know I'm fine with touch you know I'll, I'll go over each chakra we all have seven chakras okay and I'll lightly touch each chakra but there are certain ones I won't touch like your throat or over your face um, okay. so I can hover over that and the Reiki still goes in and basically Reiki is energy that comes through um, the earth the universe whatever you want to call it it comes through me into mm -hmm. the person and they're basically healing themselves so I'm not transferring my energy to you it's just coming through me into you and it's helping you clear out all the blockages that you have and it's healing so do people lie down, sit down? You can do it either way. It's a beauty with Reiki. Um, people can sit in a chair, and I can give you Reiki while you're sitting right there. Usually I have people lying at a table on their back. Okay. And, um, you know, I'll do a half an hour or an hour session on that. Really? Yeah. yeah. And is there any talking that happens doing it? Again, I'll individualize. Some clients love to talk throughout the entire session. Um, they tell me they see colors. Some people see, um, I've had some people tell me they've seen spirits. Mm -hmm. um, it's different for everybody. So I always say to people, I'm going to follow your lead. Mm -hmm. And if you prefer just to soak it in and just be quiet, then I'm not going to say a word unless you do. So it all depends on, on do the Do you have music on? Or we do have music. Yeah. Yep, we do have music. Yeah. Um, but again, very, very, very specific and individualized what the client needs are. Mm -hmm. um, some people just love to share what they're seeing and experiencing, and others just like to relax and just soak it in and, and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. So I leave it up to them. Very good. Yeah. So, so what, what are some of the others? So that's one modality. I also do uh, Aroma Touch, which is basically a light massage with seven different um, oils. Okay. So I have essential oils that we use, and that will also help clear out blockages. So the client lays on their back, 
and we do a very light, um, it's not a massage, so it's not like a deep tissue massage, but mm -hmm. it's just a very light, like walking up the back and doing hand side swipes with seven different oils that build on each other. So they, they lay on their back or on their belly? Oh, sorry, they're on their stomach, so their back is exposed to me, so okay. it's their back and their feet that I'm working with. Okay, so they take off clothes to do that? They do. For this, you do have to take off your shirt, like a massage. Okay. Yep, just like a massage. In your, in your shoes, you take off. And your shoes, yep. yep. What, yep. Do you use specific oils, or does that vary? It will vary, depending, again, on what the client needs are and why they're coming to me. Okay. So everything that I do with the energy healing is really specific to what the client needs, what their wants are. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Can you give me an example are. for the, the oils, like what you might select in a given situation? Yeah, you know, if someone has pain management, then I might use um, something called Deep Blue from doTERRA okay. because that helps a lot with pain, muscle, joints. Um, if someone is, let's say, stressed out, I might use a lavender because it's very calming. Okay. So, again, depending on, you know, what, what their... Um, what their issues are and what their challenges are. I might use a different oil depending on, you know, what their symptoms are. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've done a history with them when they first come in, some kind of a consultation or assessment yeah, in the I beginning? Yeah, I fill out a form. But then we also take the first, like, 15 minutes to chat and just okay. why are you coming in, what are you looking for, um, you know, how did you hear about this? And then, again, we decide on which modality would be better. Mm -hmm. So it could be the Reiki, it could be the aromatherapy. I do... Um, EFT tapping. Can you tell well? me more about that? I've heard, yeah. I've heard of people doing it who have great success, and I'm just yeah. not familiar with the technique. Yeah, that's really interesting. So I, I liken the tapping to acupuncture. Mm -hmm. So we all have these points in us that, again, sometimes get blocked, meridian points. And the acupuncture, you go in with the needle, mm -hmm. and it stops the or breaks up the energy where it's blocked. Now, the tapping is kind of the same thing, but it's less invasive. You just tap mm -hmm. on certain points. Mm -hmm. and you go through it as many times as you need to, and it really clears out blocked energy. Is there a pattern or rhythm or something that there you is. teach? There is, and again, it depends on if you're looking for anxiety or if you're looking for um, smoking or if it's weight loss. It, mm -hmm. it will be different tapping patterns depending on what you're coming in for. So when people learn to do this, do they then go home and do it? They do. So you'll come in with me. Yeah. I'll teach you. We'll tap together. Yeah. And then you'll go home and you'll be able to do it on yourself. So it's really like a one time. You come in with me. I show you how to do it. And then you go home and you can do it on yourself. So is this something you can do in your car? Like if you're experiencing yeah, road rage? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or can you do it in public? Like out? Yeah, you can. And it's, it's subtle enough? It is. And you know, a, a lot of kids are now using it for when they get stressed out. Oh. And sometimes people do it and they don't even know they're doing it. So uh -huh. I, I've had some people say to me, geez, I, I already do that. I sit at my desk and I just kind of tap my head. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was really doing anything, but, but it is. So the head is, and you, I just noticed you tapping on your wrist. Yeah, there's all sorts of different places that you tap. Um, there's nine different places, yeah. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, really interesting. Wow. Yeah, and it, but it, it does, does help with so many different things. So... Some of the other things you mentioned. Oh, you also mentioned angel cards. What, what are angel cards? Yeah, I use angel cards sometimes. Um, again, depending on what the client needs. Um, and, and for an example, I had somebody come in for Reiki, and they thought they were seeing um, a spirit guide come in to their view as I was doing it. Mm -hmm. But they couldn't quite figure out what they were 
trying to tell them. So mm -hmm. I said, all right, well, let's pull some angel cards at the end and, and see if, well, what message we get. And he got this really beautiful message from, from uh, the cards. Mm -hmm. So it's intuitive reading. Um, I'm not a psychic. I'm, I'm not a medium. I tell everybody that to start with. Um, mm -hmm. But it's all intuitive. And we all have intuition. Mm -hmm. Every single one of us has intuition. It's just a matter of if you tap into it or not. Um, mm -hmm. So, well, can you tell me what you what your definition of intuition is? Yeah. So for me, I'll I'll pull the cards, and it has something written at the bottom of each card, mm -hmm. um, what the card is supposed to mean. But I I don't usually look at that. The card will speak to me, and something will pop into my head, and that's what intuition is. It's just what I'm getting from the card, and I may pull this card five times in a day, and the card may say something different to me each time. Mm -hmm. So it's more um, intuitively what I think it's, it's the message is for you. So your, your body is speaking to you? Or? Yeah, or, or as I said, I, I, something just will pop into my head. You know, I'll look at the card and I'll think, oh, uh, you know, I'm looking at it today, and yesterday I might have said, for example, um, this is showing you you need to have strength, but now I'm looking at it today and I'm seeing something else in the card and now for you it's telling me um, you need to be open to the possibilities mm -hmm. so it's just what what pops in okay and then I'll check in with the person and see you know does that make sense to you mm -hmm. um, and they'll you know yeah say yes or no but yeah it's just it's just into intuition yeah intuition and just how you use your intuition and again everybody has it yeah that's a wonderful yeah. tool. Um, so I'm curious how you got into this. What did you do before you became an energy healer? So I was in um, corporate for 25 years. I was at um, a bank, a mutual fund company, for 25 years. Wow. Um, went to school for business management. And I just sort of fell into this job many, many years ago and didn't really care for it. Um, I got laid off two years ago. And once I got laid off, I said, I am just going to start getting into everything that I've always wanted to, but just wouldn't have, um, you know, because I, I was working. And yeah. so I started studying the, the Reiki, and I became a Reiki master. And uh, well, Did, I've been were, you a, were you a client for somebody first? I was, was there, not. So you just got interested in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've been a life coach for probably 15 years mm -hmm. I was doing that as a side business um, okay. while I was doing the, the, corporate. the corporate yeah okay. and then um, my husband got sick and I was looking for more natural ways to help him mm -hmm. um, you know to try and help him in conjunction with the the modern medicine he was receiving from from his doctors mm -hmm. so I started looking into the Reiki and the aromatherapy and the oils and I just wanted to see what else is out there that that we might be able to use to help him mm -hmm. and uh, I just I just fell in love with it um, it was how, just great. How did that go with your husband? Yeah you know he was resistant at first um, you know, he's kind of old school and wasn't sure, you know, what this was all about, but he, he was open to it. And he was asking me for the Reiki. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he would come up in bed at night and he would say, can, can you give me Reiki? And so it worked out great. He just, he loved it. So you have shared with me that your husband passed away. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in what ways did this help in his his path, his journey as he became sick and eventually passed away. Yeah, How did that's, this that's a great question. So um, he, he got very ill this summer and when he was not feeling well, when he would ask me for the, for the Reiki, and I specifically did it over his heart because he had heart issues, mm -hmm. you know, it really just helped calm him 
I think more than anything, Joyce, it was such a stress relief for him. Mm -hmm. um, and when you relieve stress, that helps in healing. So it just made him feel better because I think he was just relaxed and he was taking in my touch. And as we had talked about before, mm -hmm. touch itself can be very healing. Mm -hmm. um, so it just helped him so much. Just, you know, take the pressure off um, and just allow his body to relax and just let the healing come in. And, mm -hmm. and it really, I really think it helped him pass as well. I was giving him um, Reiki in the hospital when, when he was on life support too. And, you know, Reiki really brings all the pieces back together, mm -hmm. you know, and so before he passed, you know, his, his energy was, was back flowing again, um, even though he was sick. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I believe it helped him pass easier mm -hmm. and with more dignity and gent gentler. Mm -hmm. Well, so. I'm sorry for your loss yeah, and I appreciate you sharing that story. It's a, a powerful story on how to apply um, these these types of modalities in um, in hospice care or hospital care. You had mentioned too yes. some examples of hospital care that you're familiar with. Yeah, more and more hospitals are using uh, these energy healings in conjunction again with modern medicine. Um, mm -hmm. My brother had a stroke a few years ago and they offered him Reiki in the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to be speaking with Lowell General Hospital this week about Reiki. So they are getting more and more in tune with it and how it does naturally heal. What are, what's that conversation going to be about? Are they, are they looking to apply it in certain areas like I'd known? I, I, you and I chatted about um, just cuddling babies yeah. and that kind yeah. of thing, or do you have any sense yet of how they're thinking or how they have been, the hospitals, applying that um, Reiki treatment? I don't know yet. I know they do offer Reiki in mm -hmm. Lowell General, um, so I'm not sure yet how they want to apply the um, energy healing. Um, so I'll be speaking with them this week, and okay. uh, but I'm very, very excited that they're open to it. Yes, and you know, want to hear more about it and see how can we use it to help our patients. Yeah. So it's becoming more and more widespread and, and open in hospitals and acknowledging that hey, this can help. Mm -hmm. More hospitals are using um, the essential oils. They diffuse the oils, and they're finding that it really does help even with the nurses and the staff and their whole attitudes. And mm -hmm. uh, so it's great. It's great that they're really open to, to all of this now. Yeah. I, I have great faith in the body's ability to heal and our ability yeah. to listen if we're willing to right. be open and listen. So this fits, dovetails quite well with, with my belief system. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. What else I wanted to ask you about? Um, have you ever been a client now, now that you're into the um, doing the energy healing yourself? Have mm -hmm. you, do you ever go for treatments yourself? I do. I actually have a very good friend of mine, um, and I got together with her last weekend, and she gave me Reiki treatments. And yeah. She's got a, a biomat that she uses um, and glasses that she uses that you put on their um, D-Pack okay. glasses yeah. and... Uh, yeah, you see crazy lights with music, and um, so that's just her modality that she uses. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I do get treatments myself, and actually, you can give Reiki to yourself. Oh, you can? Yeah, if you're yeah. a Reiki master, yeah, you can give Reiki to yourself. Yeah. And uh, you can give energy to yourself, because, again, it's coming through the earth, and it's just flowing through me. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I give Reiki to myself a lot, too, or my dog. You can yeah. give it to animals, too. Yeah. So my dog has bad hips, so sometimes I'll give her Reiki. Oh, that's something I hadn't thought about, but I know a lot yes. of people are interested in 
um, natural methods of healing for their pets. And Absolutely, so, yeah. because again, it doesn't have side effects. Yeah. You know, my girl has bad hips, so I'll give her medication, yeah. but it makes her stomach a little queasy. Yeah. So I love the Reiki, or I, you can even put oils on a dog, believe it or not. You have to be careful which ones, but you can use certain oils on, on animals. Yeah. Um, very careful with cats. Um, but yeah, certain certain oils you can use on them, and it's just so natural, and it won't give her any side effects. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I use Reiki on her quite a bit with the hips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned earlier that you have been a life coach for um, 15 years. Yeah. And yes. I hear I, I'm a coach myself. Mm -hmm. So and I, as I, as I evolve and grow as a coach, mm -hmm. and as I explored becoming a coach, and many of my clients too ask me about coaching. Mm -hmm. um, I realized that that's sort of a general term that it, right. it, although we may be doing very different things or have different mm -hmm. approaches. So I'm curious to learn how you became a life coach and then how you apply it now. Yeah, so how I became a life coach um, is kind of funny. Probably 20, 20 years ago, I would say, I was in a situation where I hated my job. I hated where I was living. Um, you know, I had a boyfriend that I just knew wasn't going to work out, and I thought, oh my gosh, how did I get here? <laughs> you know, if you had said, this is what my life was going to look like after college, I would have said, oh gosh. <laughs> and, you know, I just kind of thought I was stuck in a rut. You know, you hear that all the time, oh, mm -hmm. I'm just in a rut. And so two years went by, and I was still stuck in this rut, and I thought, oh my gosh, if I don't do something, I'm going to be stuck two more years from now, and then I'll be 30. Um, and so, you know, I just really started looking at my values and what my beliefs were. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I was keeping myself very stuck. I, I had the ability to change where I was going and what I was doing. And then I, and I knew I didn't need counseling per se, not that there's certainly anything wrong with counseling, but I knew that wasn't quite what I needed. Mm -hmm. So I was just searching the internet and I found life coaches and I thought, oh, I wonder what that is. So I explored it, I hired a coach Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my God, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. I want to help people move from where they are and what's keeping them stuck and help them move forward. Mm -hmm. And so now I generally do it in conjunction with the energy healing. Mm -hmm. So I'll give an example. If someone comes in for Reiki, um, you know, if I might have my hand over their heart chakra. And the heart chakra means connections, love, relationships. And so I might say to them, you know, is there something going on in that area? And they'll say, I, you know, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm having troubles with, you know, my sister or my husband. And so then I can say, well, we can do some life coaching mm -hmm. on how we can help you, you know, move beyond what's, what's keeping you stuck there. Mm -hmm. um, same with the aromatherapy. If, um, you know, they're very stressed out, if they're coming to me for stress and we're doing lavender aromatherapy, I can talk to them about, you know, stress management mm -hmm. and life coaching them on that. So it really does go hand in hand with a lot of the other modalities that I use. So can, are you able to tell me any, well, back to you, mm -hmm. where it started with you, what kinds of things happened in that coaching relationship that helped you obviously move forward so beautifully in your yeah, life? Yeah, you know, it was, it was crazy. Once I started doing the life coaching, within one year, my entire life changed. Mm -hmm. One year, um, I had gotten rid of the job, I got rid of the boyfriend, I moved out to this area on a 100-acre farm. What I realized, Joyce, is that I wasn't living by my values. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we 
that word gets thrown around a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I had been living by my parents' values because I had no idea what my own were. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I went into college not knowing what I wanted to do. I moved to Boston because that's where my dad said, you know, that's where you should be. Mm -hmm. And none of it was what I wanted. I finally realized, wow, this is mom and dad. Mm -hmm. I'm living mom and dad's life. And that's mm -hmm. one course I used to give is whose life are you living anyway? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, once I realized what my values were and what made me happy, I changed everything. And in one year, my entire life changed. So how did you get there, though? I guess I'm looking for, like, what was the technique or the magic in that relationship? Because I know a lot of viewers haven't had coaching mm -hmm. or they, they just might be, have it mixed in it, because the word is just used so broadly. Yes. So... You, you met a, a person and you had just talk. You sat and talked. Well, it was on the phone. Yeah. I think she lived out in Texas. Yeah. Um, my first coach, I think, lived out in so Texas. So you actually met with a person just by phone. Just by even, phone. Yeah. 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 I never even met with her with her um, person. And we would talk weekly yeah. on, you know, what my challenges were. Mm -hmm. And a coach, a, a good coach, really gets you to come up with your own answers. Oh. So it's not advice giving. You know, a lot of people used to call me and say, okay, tell me what I need to do. And that's not what coaching is. That's not what I do as a coach anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. It's really getting you to give yourself the answers. Yeah. So it's me asking provocative questions and deeper rooted questions for you to come up with your own answers. You okay. know, I don't know what's best for you. You do. Yeah. You know, we know ourselves better than anybody. Can you remember some of the questions that um, you were asked back then that m may have helped you to make a pivot? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of um, what I came to her for. You know, again, I was just kind of stuck with everything. And mm -hmm. I think I think one of her questions was, what, what are your values? It doesn't sound like you're, you're living a life that you enjoy. So mm -hmm. what are your values? And I thought, oh, I, I don't know. Um, and yeah, you know what? She did ask me a really great, great question. She had said to me, if you were going to another planet and these you were trying to tell these aliens um, something about themselves, how would you do it? And I thought, oh, gosh, that's interesting. She said, what would be one gift you would give them? And mine was a mirror. Mm -hmm. So I would give a mirror because I think everyone needs to look at themselves Mm -hmm. and to really get to know yourself and understand yourself. So for me, um, Amira was, was the gift that I would give. Mm -hmm. You know, just take a good look at yourself, um, you know, lines and all, and just really get to know yourself, love yourself, mm -hmm. and love every aspect about yourself. So that was one question, and that really got me deeper thinking. What did that lead to for you then? Well, for me, it really led to, you know, looking at, wow, what, what do I enjoy? You know, block out all, all society, and mm -hmm. what, what does Karen enjoy? Forget about what mom and dad are telling me or what society is telling me. Mm -hmm. You know, I really had to look at myself and, and listen to myself. And that question just really got me thinking yeah. um, and really focusing on me. It's really interesting because when you first said the mirror, and that's a great question, by the way, um, my initial thought was that look in the mirror, like judge yourself. Oh. And that isn't at all what you meant. No. Yeah. No, no. Just be very honest with yourself. Yeah. And, and 
but also said. looking at your your gifts, your abilities, your desires, what you want. Absolutely. And not, but yeah. I'm also going to say, and this is something that I used to teach clients a lot, even the things that you don't like about yourself. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, you know, something gets brought up to them. Oh, you do this, and oh, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. Well, I encourage people, you know what, look at that. Maybe you do do that, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And you either say, oh, I don't like that I do that, and I'm going to work on changing it, or you own it and say, okay, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. But look at it and learn from it. So you can either grow from it or you just accept, yeah, that's who I am, and that's what I do. That's mm -hmm. just one of the things I do. So I have a theory that, and you can let me know if you agree or not on this, that to transform, to mm -hmm. have a true lifestyle change or a change in your life, it requires vulnerability yes, <laughs> and in a safe place for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and on the flip side of that vulnerability is is courage. Yes. Do you agree? I do agree. I do. And and one of my favorite lines, and I forget who I got this from, was you can't change what you don't acknowledge. Mm -hmm. Which again is why I love the mirror mm -hmm. for the good and the bad points of us. If you don't even acknowledge something, mm -hmm. you you can't change it. And I love what you what you said there as well that <clears throat> when you look, you have a choice. Mm -hmm. to accept it and have it be as it is yes or that it can't change I, I you know I am my age I am you know whatever right. those my height or my eye color so there are th certain things that we can or can change and cannot change and that's a choice yes so perfection's not required no not at all yeah. not at but all vulnerability is yeah and I think people judge themselves so harshly mm -hmm. um, you know and there are things that you can change, Joyce, that maybe you don't want to change. Maybe you're okay with. Mm -hmm. This is this is just me. Um, yeah. You know, my husband did something, and I can't remember what, what it was now. And he would say, you know what, it's just the way I am. Mm -hmm. He could have changed it, but he didn't want to change it, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So even if you have a choice to change it, you may just say, no, I don't and want it to. May not, and it, there may be feedback you're getting that somebody thinks you should. Outside forces yeah. might be giving you that feedback, but it's still your choice if you want to keep it or not. And yeah. it's okay, and yeah. I guess that's a message I, I, I want to get to people. It's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, everyone has flaws, and, and you know, we all have great points, and we all have some things that maybe need work. We have two minutes left. Okay. Um, I know we wanted to talk about um, energy management. Yes. And so I'm going to give you about a minute to talk about that, and then I'm going to ask you another question. Okay, sure. So <laughs> energy management, um, this is really uh, something I work with a lot on people now. People used to talk about time management. Yeah. But what I've started realizing working with people is you may have a huge chunk of time, but you don't have the energy to get done what you need to get done. So now I work with people on energy management rather than time management. Uh -huh. um, so for example, sometimes I'll have people write down a list of tasks you need to do. Yeah. And next to them, write down how much energy it's going to take you. Uh -huh. So it may be something very small, um, you know, just send a quick email, that's low energy. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a bigger project, oh, that's going to be high energy. Mm -hmm. And when you have some time, then you look at your list and say, okay, do I have time for low, medium, or high energy. Mm -hmm. You know, we expend so much energy in a day and we don't put it back, so you really have to manage your energy. Mm -hmm. So 
I think it's more energy management now than time management. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's been very, very helpful with people to teach them how to manage their energy. I love that. And just get it, being able to, um, to quantify it and pack and, ma and maximize the, the use of your energy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So last question I ask all my guests, what are the top three things, what top three things does it take for you to be totally well? To be totally well. So for me, self-care. And I think everybody should um, promote self-care for themselves. No one's going to take care of you better than you. No one, needs, no one knows what your needs are better than you. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very, very much into self-care. Um, I think knowing what your values are, like I talked about earlier, I think everybody needs to know what their values are and what makes them happy. Mm -hmm. kind of goes hand in hand with the self-care. But also taking care of yourself. And this goes back to my husband. Um, you know, although he had heart disease, he exercised, he ate well, he did everything to keep himself healthy, especially as he aged, and he taught me that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think they kind of all go together now that I'm, I'm saying this. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, just really taking care of yourself, mind, body, spirit, just mm -hmm. the whole package. Yeah, and always mm -hmm. self-reflecting to make sure you know what those things are. Absolutely. So Karen Regan from KarenReganEnergyHealing.com. And how else can people reach out to you? Uh, they can go to my website. I do have a Facebook page. That's actually Karen Gardner Energy Healing. That's my maiden name. Um, and, uh, yeah, I also have a regular Karen Regan Facebook page. That's just my personal page. Okay. So, All right. Well, thanks again for coming, and maybe you'll come on another time and get uh, do a deeper dive. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Thanks, okay. Joyce. All right, thank you.